Hello, this is Glenn Dunsweiler. Welcome to another episode of Difficult Questions. This one is on diversity. Specifically, do we really want diversity? The format of this episode is a little different. I got to sit down with Gal Shabtai, the producer of the podcast. I dare you to talk about it. Enjoy our conversation. Welcome to Difficult Questions. Today, I have my first guest ever. So excited. Uh, Gal Shabtai who is a producer of her own podcast, I Dare You to Talk About It, agreed to talk with me about diversity. She is from Israel, so she's got that diversity going for her. She is a she, so she's got another thing <laughs> going for her. And uh, Gal, tell us Hi. your thoughts on diversity. Hello. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you so much for being here. My thought on diversity. Um, you know, it's funny because it seems that theoretically everyone wants diversity, but in reality, they don't really implement it. In reality, you won't really see diversity. Um, now, I really think that it all starts from where we grew up the environment, our culture, um, the people we used to go around. Now, if I'm taking myself, for example, if I'm talking about myself, I was born and grew up in Israel. And I remember when in my neighborhood, there were some people of colors from Ethiopia. And there was a very small group of black people, people from Ethiopia in my, in my school. And they always used to be in their own groups. And I don't remember that I actually made an effort to try to get to know them. And not because they look different, but because it was easier for me to be with people that they speak the same language and we share the same feelings and thoughts and backgrounds. And my parents didn't talk with me about trying to get to know them because we didn't look at this as an issue, you know, especially in Israel. The, Ethiopians, the populations are very, are very small in Israel. It's not like here that you can see people of colors. And I remember when I came to the state for a visit, it was nine years ago, and suddenly seeing people of colors in a totally different image than I used to see on the media. The media has a, representat a representation of black people, Asian people, Jewish people. And seeing being here and seeing a totally different image and trying to figure it out, okay, it's not as same as I, I used to see in the media. They like the way they act, their behavior, the way they look. Um, and then it made me think, you know. Maybe, maybe it's, you know, when I'm thinking about diversity, so because I wasn't grew up in people of colors, so I didn't really think about them in a certain way. Only when I came here, it took me a lot of years, by the way, to, to get to know and to figure that it's all about the way you grew up. For example, the people of colors here in LA are different from the people of colors in New York. And all the representations in the media are totally false in most cases. And 
And I think that people want diversity, but because we have unconscious bias, sometimes we don't even realize that we discriminate other people. We want to accept everyone, but sometimes we don't do it. And not because we don't want to, because we have this stigma and these stereotypes and this unconscious bias about people that we don't even um, feel and we don't even see when we are dis discriminating them. Now, for instance, one, it was, um, I think a year ago, I was looking for a job here in America in the digital media industry. And I was applying to so many interviews. And I remember in one of the interview, at the end of the interview, the employer told me, you have all the qualifications, all the skills for the position, but the only problem is that you are non-native. You are a non-native speaker, and I rather to hire a native speaker instead of hiring you. Now, back then, I, I wasn't even I wasn't even think about that. It was a clear definition of discrimination. Um, I thought that it, I wasn't good enough, and I was thinking to myself, how am I supposed to get rid of my accent? I, I really need to find a job. I, I need to make money. I live here in America, you know, and that's my English. That's the way I speak. And what am I supposed to do? And it took me time to realize that it wasn't something in me. It was something in this company because this company, maybe they can say that they want diversity, but for them, it's easier to, to hire someone with the same background, someone that is a native speaker and they don't need to try to understand him. Now, it's not like my English was bad. My English was clear. And I think this is the most important thing to, to be clear when you're speaking. But um, people don't know when I'm talking about accent discrimination, it's a subcategory under origin discrimination, uh, skin color and what is even Worst is, is that you can't even prove it on court. I can't even come and say, okay, you made a discrimination because of my accent. The employer can say, yeah, it's, it's not a discrimination because you're not clear. And I can't hire someone that is not clear. So how can I prove that I'm qualified for the job? So yeah, as I said, I think that, yeah, people want diversity, but for them, sometimes it's, it's a lot of effort to accept someone with a different background. Yeah. And I think even with uh, cultural clues or cultural knowledge, I know that when we were talking sometimes like, Glenn, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you're making a reference, something in the United States, uh, specifically the gay mafia on Broadway. You're like, yeah. I don't even know what the gay mafia is. <laughs> and honestly, if you don't work in live entertainment, you wouldn't know what the gay mafia was. So yeah, I would think that if you're an employer, if you need someone to have these cultural references embedded in them to make your life easier, then you're going to go with that person. And it, it's almost like, I was talking to a friend, I said, it, it's almost like you have to make accommodations. And she said, wait, you don't want to start saying diverse people are like, uh, uh, disabled people you you don't don't go down that road <laughs> right <laughs> and so yeah it's it's rough it's it, it is a it's a conundrum isn't it and they've noticed that people with accent 
um, they are perceived as less educated than people that they are native speakers. Now, as I said, it's always easier to connect with someone that is in the same category as you are. You know, you don't want to try, you know, and try to understand this person. And, you know, even when I'm speaking with an Asian person, so we have totally different uh, perspective about things. For, so for most people, they want to get along with people that they um, share the same uh, feelings and perspectives and thoughts. Yeah, it's, um, so what do we do about it, right? What are these... What are these accommodations and when and who is responsible for the diversity? I know that we were talking about, well, maybe in the public sector. So you're getting a job for the government. So you're getting paid by government money and the people, the people are paying you versus in a private company where your customers are paying you and you are beholden to customers and maybe investors. So in the public you need to make that extra reach for diversity because your public is diverse and they're the ones hiring you. But maybe in the private sector, you don't, but then that starts sounding really weird, right? <laughs> so yeah. what are the accommodations? What, what, do you, what, what do you do? How do you, how do you overcome this? How do you, your thoughts? Um. When it comes to overcoming it, I know that there are some diversity training. I've realized that there is such a thing only when I came here. <laughs> and, you know, I came from a country that most of the population are Jewish. So I've never thought about diversity. You know, the only diversity we had is um, Arabs, uh, white people, not white people, but, but people from the Middle East, uh, from Europe, I'm sorry, people from the Middle East. But um, what I think about it, I, I feel like people are thinking too much about diversity. They're focusing on it and it doesn't have, it doesn't, it, it's not supposed to be like that. You know, it, it's not like I'm looking at someone and I'm thinking about his differences. You know, I'm, I'm, t I'm talking with someone as a person. Now my, my problem with um, diversity training is that instead of trying to eradicate the differences, they emphasize it. You know, I don't want to be in a, in a company that I'm sitting with other people that they have a different religious, different skin colors, different background, and start talking about my differences. I don't want to do it. I don't feel good to do it. Now, let me tell you something more than that, okay? And maybe some of the people won't agree with me. Um, I remember when I came here, and even not here, like in every country in the world, when people ask me, I'm speaking with a person that I've never met before, and then he asks me, oh, you have an accent, where are you from? I really have a problem with this question now, because I know that sometimes it doesn't come from curiosity. It comes from, I want to know where you came from because I want to put you in a certain category, because it's gonna be easier for me to understand who are you. Now, I know it's not like I'm trying to hide, you know, the, my identity and the country I came from. But when I'm speaking with you, okay, we don't know that long so I can share with you uh, things about me. I think that this is my choice to, to know and to decide where I want to talk with you about it. Um, so every time, you know, and this is something that a lot of non-native speakers, this is why they're trying to 
to cover and to hide their accent because it's automatically put markers on you that you're different. You're not from here. Okay, and I don't want you to look at me that I'm not from here. I want you to look at me because I'm a person <laughs> with a different background from a different country, but I'm still a person. And it's right. not like I'm walking in the street and I'm looking at, at a black, black person and I'm starting to ask him about his skin colors. <laughs> right. I don't right. think there is a difference, you know, between asking him about his skin color to asking him me about my accent. Yeah. You know, maybe I'm exaggerating. I don't know, but that's what I feel. Sure. So you I want, want you to talk. Yeah. Um, I'm an old guy, relative, <laughs> 47. And back in my day, right, in the 20s, in the 20s, when, when, I was, when I was 20, so in the 90s, uh, we did our best to try and knock down these labels, right? Uh, so it was, look, it doesn't matter that I'm a woman. I can do the job. It doesn't matter that I'm black. It doesn't matter that I'm Israeli. It doesn't matter whatever it is. I can do the job. It's about the job. It's about our personalities. There's no labels, right? The late and of late, the, the newer generation, <laughs> I would say it, it's more about you defining being able to define your own labels right. right so yes we have labels but i get to define what those are whether i'm whatever gender i identify with or whatever group i identify with i get to i get to choose and you and i were talking about the the idea of branding and businesses and you 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 have marketing experience and and I've really realized that if you don't brand yourself someone will brand you for you <laughs> so it's this jump in a business to brand yourself to say I am this right so where does that fit in this new world go <laughs> I feel like I feel like today having a label it's like it's the new the new um you know, it's like the new thing, you know, especially in social media. Um, I'm 30 years old and I can see like um, people in my generations. And by the way, I'm also taking advantage of, of it as a non-native native speaker. And you can even see on my bio, on my Instagram, I mention it that I'm a non-native speaker because, uh, but I want to choose to use it. Now, the reason I'm doing it is because I want to show people that even if you're a non-native speaker you, and you want to, to, uh, to speak with a second language, you can do it. You can make mistakes. Okay, feel free to speak your minds. Feel, feel free to speak up. That's okay. You know, and, and this world, this universe has a lot of place for more and different voices. And, um, and I feel like today, if you're trying to be, if you're trying to imitate someone, so it's not interesting enough. People are looking for authenticity, for uniqueness, for something different, you know? So we don't care if you have like a, a skin disease, for example, you can see even on social media. I don't, I don't really know the name of the disease, but uh, when you have uh, black skin and a mix of white skin, maybe you know uh, the name. Yeah, <laughs> you know Michael Jackson, um, it's, uh, it's mel oh no, I can't remember yeah. it. But yeah, it's a loss so of melanin. Suddenly, I feel like people that they have um, 
some diseases and they share it with other people, you know. And even if, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and even though it's kind of like it's a label, you know, but they emphasize it. They show that this is a good thing, you know, and I want to be able to choose where and when to speak about it and to show this is my choice. Yeah. So I think t- today it's something that everyone are taking advantage of it. And even in marketing, as you said about branding, you need to be unique. You need to show something different. If you have like a product uh, that everyone, for example, you have, um, you want to have, you want to um, market a bottle of water. So you have to show what is the uniqueness, what is the flavor, what is uh, makes it different than the others, than the other products. So this is something that a lot of people, especially when it comes to people, when they are trying to brand themselves, so they want to um, to show their uniqueness and they're different. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so we, you, you were asking me because. Okay, so my last name is Dunsweiler, which is German, and they um, it also sticks out like a sore, sore thumb because it's a very uncommon name in the United States. So, and it sounds very German, or it sounds like it could if you know a little bit of German, you're like Duns what Dunsweiler is that yeah. German, <laughs> right? And so it's talking point, right? Maybe it's a talking point for people, but uh, I grew up not only not not wanting to have have labels but being very aware that um hitler screwed it up for germans for a long time <laughs> and uh germany has a bad rap germans have a bad rap it's in in u.s history Really, World War II is the big thing, and it's still the big thing. So I always wanted to blend in to whatever crowd I was. And I came from a very diverse uh, town area in South Sacramento. So I was blending in with a lot of diverse people. But the last thing I wanted to talk about was my name, my last name. Cause I don't want someone to put me in that box. Right. I'm also six foot two. I have a square jaw. Right. So I look like the stereotypical Nazi from the world war two movies. Right. Or I can, if someone wants to see that and put me in that box, it's very easy. And so I, I personally have worked to not be that. And, uh, but at the same time, I'm, I'm of the majority white people. I'm a white male, right? So no one also wants to hear that. No one wants to hear about my complications and diversity because I'm, I'm part of the majority and I get it. <laughs> I don't even want, so I, I'm more comfortable because of who I am with tearing away all labels. Like we're not, we're not where I think someone that is, boxed in no matter what by their vitiligo or by their accent, right? You, you look at me and you don't know I'm German except by the last name. So if I, I don't tell my name, I can succeed. Where I think someone else that feels like, okay, I'm black. You can see I'm black. Yeah, you can't really <laughs> cover it. Yeah, yes. I better, I'm just going with it and I'm owning it, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Um, I think that I'm in a, 
very different categories besides um, being an, an immigrant and with a non-native speaker. I'm also Jewish and an Israeli. Now, when it comes to Judaism, I know that I came across uh, some people who told me, oh yeah, you always cry about the Holocaust, you know, and the anti-Semitism, you know, and by the way, I've never talked about, I have some Muslim friends and I've never talked with them about it. You know, I don't care about it because I care about the person who's in front of me. I don't care where, where you came from. You know, we had some differences in Israel. Okay, but here it's different. You know, we all want a new start. We all want to a new opportunities. So I remember when I used to travel in Central and South America when I was 21. And you have the chance to meet a lot of people and, you know, from different countries, from Europe, from America. And at the beginning, I used to hide the fact that I'm Jewish. And, and Israeli, more than that, and Israeli. And when people ask me, where are you from? I used to say French because my accent <laughs> sounds like I'm from French. And, you know, and then they didn't start to ask me questions about how is it living in Israel and how can you live because there are always wars in Israel and the situation and everything. I just wanted to, to avoid, avoid these kind of questions, you know? So yeah, so I used to always hide it. Today, it's, um, it's not like I'm trying to hide it. I'm just not trying to identify myself as Jewish unless I need to. You know, because it's a religious. Yeah, I celebrate the Hanukkah and the Jewish holidays, but you know, for me, it's a religious and this is part of me, okay? This is, it's not something that I want and, and need to get rid of, okay? But I don't need to identify myself, myself to every person I come across. This is my thing. And I don't know this person. I don't know if he likes Jewish, if he's not, if he's, if he's open to different from, from people from different religions. So I don't even want to come from the beginning to this place of um, talking with him about it. Right. Yeah, yeah. This has been very interesting. So any closing thoughts about what... What, how, how to move forward who who gets to bring up what when i think i i think it's about your humanity i think when it, it's it's respect first no matter what and i i have a lot of asian friends and they get so tired of what are you you know are you are you vietnamese are you chinese are you japanese are you right and uh really it it's about connecting with well my name is Ben, or my name is, right? Let's start I'm there. I'm human, I'm a person. Why, <laughs> why, why do you care where my nationality, why do you care about it? It's, it's Los Angeles, it's, it's America, like it's built from like immigrants and diversity, you know? And let me tell, tell you something um, about privilege. Um, when I used to live in Israel, so I always used to have my own privilege as um, a second generation, uh, of people who lived in Israel, um, speaking, is uh, being native speaker in Hebrew. And I remember in Israel, you have some immigrants from Russia and some of them don't speak the language and they have very broken uh, Hebrew when they speak. And 
when I used to come across some of them, the ones that they didn't know the language, I remember when I was so frustrated because they didn't understand what I was trying to say. And today I realized that they felt more frustrated than me because they didn't know how to deliver the message. Because today that's what I feel sometimes, even if my English is good and I sound good, but sometimes when I'm speaking with a person and I get stuck and I don't find the right words and I can't really deliver the message I want to, I want to deliver exactly as I could if I would speak in, in Hebrew. Yeah. And in these times, I feel so frustrated, you know, and even when it comes some, sometimes, like we were talking about uh, the urge of people and the curiosity to know where you came from. And people ask me, you know, people that they don't have any <laughs> limits, I call it like, um, okay, so what are you like, um, your nationality, like Middle East, Europe, like, <laughs> Why, why do you care you know it's not like um, I don't care to share with people and I don't care to say something like that I'm not white my my family from the Middle East it's not something that I'm trying to to hide but if I want to talk about it with you I'm gonna talk about it with you but is it gonna make it different yeah that's my yeah. question is it gonna make it different now more than yeah Oh, I was going to say just a, a, a small secret about my domesticity. I, I told you I've never been out of the contiguous United States, except for a couple of quick trips to Tijuana. But the reason, one of the reasons that I have not gone to a foreign country to look to go to a foreign country is my fear that I will not be able to communicate because I have loved and worked so hard to be able to accurately communicate myself and who I am in English. And oh my gosh, if I have to try to do that again in another language, that's one of the reasons that really uh, I wanted you as a guest on this podcast, because one of the things you approach is, and you tell the story of you just saying, look, I have things to say, and it's gotta be in English because I'm in the United States, so I'm doing this. I'm just going. And I love watching your journey because you're just, I, I admire you. You are so bold in ways that I have not had to be. Does that make sense? Like, and I purposely have shied away from that. So uh, yeah, just thank you so much for, for your you. words. Yeah. But, but I think that um, the reason I chose to do it in English, and by the way, I had some thought about it before I got into it. It's not because I'm here in the United States. It's because I want to see people that it's not their native language, that you can do it, you know? Nice. And I don't wanna um, speak in Hebrew and just um, to talk to like a very small population. I want to talk to everyone, you know, people that they have broken English, people that they can barely hear me. And you know, my friends from Israel, some of them don't speak English that well and they always listen to me, you know, and I'm very surprised even though they don't understand everything. But for them, you know, it's easier. It's like, I know that I'm making mistakes. I know, and sometimes when I'm taking a video of myself, I'm thinking about it, should I post it? No, what should I do? But you know, it's it's part of my journey. I'm doing it because I'm enjoying it. I'm doing it because yeah, I'm I'm 
imperfect. I'm not a perfect person, not in my life <laughs> and not on social media, but this is part of who I am. Okay. Yeah. And I'm trying to do my best. And if it's, if you feel uncomfortable watching me speaking with mistakes, that's okay. You don't have to, you know, sure. other people for them, it's, they will feel more relate to listen to me. So yeah. that's the reason I've tried it. Um, and thank you for watching <laughs> my journey. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. This has been an amazing conversation and, uh, yeah, I think we covered it. So anything else that, oh, uh, I dare you to talk about it is podcast and it's on every platform you can get podcasts on, correct? Correct. So you, if you're listening to this and you're not listening to Gal's podcast, you need to listen to Gal's podcast. It's, uh, she's amazing and she's very directed. She doesn't mess around as you can tell. I love that I got her on captured on video because she's amazing on video, even though she wasn't wanting to do that. <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I told you I didn't want to do it by video. I, but um, yeah, I, I just I was thinking to myself, okay, I just need to do this step, okay, because it's part of it to show. Yeah, you can do it live without any editing, and you can. Yeah. This is your place to show your authenticity without yeah. trying to edited well thank you so much thank you so um, much for having me yeah 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 i hope you enjoyed that conversation i definitely want gal back because her insights are amazing take care of yourselves thanks